Hello, everyone. Welcome to Quantum Nurse live stream. And to all of you who have been following me, and especially also the Freedom International live stream, thank you. And whatever resonates to you, I just request you to please like it and also share it. Share it to people who you think might be able to get some benefit in this conversation and any of the conversations I've had with my other co-collaborators. And so I welcome all of you. And in eternal reverence, joy, and gratitude for the unceasing love and mercy of the one source most divine, I welcome and I am grateful that we always have this moment that even from a distance, we can have this conversation. And of course, you know, I'm passionate about health from my childhood and until now. And so I wanted to share with you the knowledge and the expertise and just some experiences that Dr. Xu and I will be able to share with you. And so Dr. Xu, thank you for being here and I welcome you. And maybe because we are gonna try to kind of like um, make it under one hour. So how about just share the share to the public why you are an authority or why you they must listen to you in terms of this topic. Okay, thank well, you. Well, I'm not sure that uh, anybody needs to listen to me, but uh, uh, but I've been a physician for over 20 years. I, I was working uh, as an endocrinologist. So, so somebody who uh, help patients manage their metabolic conditions, uh, their hormonal conditions. So I was at an institution called the Joslin Diabetes Center, which is at Harvard Affiliates. Uh, I had the pleasure of taking care of many patients over time. And uh, so, and uh, I, I did a lot of research um, back when I was at Joslin and continues to lead uh, Alnutra, which is the company I work for right now uh, in its clinical development, in developing new solutions. Uh, I'm a big believer in a plant-based approach. Uh, I'm also believe that most of the science that we have today is really is, is, is inspired by nature. And so what I, uh, I'm about to share with you really is really insights from what we see from nature and how we can use the science uh, to make it easier for us to adopt. So, so uh, I'm grateful for, for being uh, invited to your show, Grace. Well, um, it's also interesting and I like it that maybe on my part, because I'm a, I'm a nurse by profession, that you are an endocrinologist because that's such a powerful combination when it comes to like overall health, isn't it? It is, you know, the hormone system connects uh, the body with one another. Uh, it's a condition. It's a, it's a it's a setup. The body setup that allows the cells to talk to each other, and it's a powerful uh, system for uh, really overall and systemic health. So, yeah, it, it's a field that I've been passionate about for uh, more than two decades. So, yeah, I'm glad to be able to share with uh, your audience. And also, uh, the main reason also why I invited you, other than I know that you have this expertise and an endocrinologist, is that you do look healthy. You know, sometimes I, I, I respect people who speak 
you know, I have th that certain specialty and would maybe give some advice to people and, and then it reflects on themselves. Because Hazel, what good would it be if it doesn't reflect on you? So just how's your health right now? And how are you overall? Do you practice fasting or have you experienced other kind of fasting before you settle down or you is or in addition to the prolonged fast, do you do other fasts? Yeah, it's interesting because if you look at many of the chronic illnesses that we face as a nation today, most of the issues really are foodborne illnesses. And what I mean by that is not so much the the um, the dysenteries or digestive issues, but I'm talking about is look at our obesity rate, look at our overweight uh, uh, rate in our country, look at diabetes, look at fatty liver. I mean, all these conditions are really be, um, really of uh, only have occurred over the last few decades, and our genes could not have changed that fast over uh, you know a few lifetimes. So it had to be something happened to our environment and our reaction or our interaction with the environment. And so this is where I think it's so important for us to remember that, that we as, a, uh, as humanity have lived for however many years you believe them to be, but a long, long time. And a closer observation or learning from our living pattern, our eating pattern, from our ancestors would be very telling. So, so for example, you know, humanity was never meant to have access to all these excessive foods, right? Think about it. Uh, we, for much of, of, of our existence, we probably did not have a lot of uh, agriculture. We did not have refrigeration. So what did people do? People, you know, uh, they eat, they hunt, they gather, and there are inevitably going to be times when people don't have excessive, uh, excessive or excess foods, right? They actually have to go and fetch it because they could not put it in the freezer. They could not uh, put it in the refrigerator. Everything is fresh. And inevitably, there are going to be times when the food is not going to be available. So the body has adapted a system to meet that kind of challenge that comes actually more frequently than we realize or more frequently than, than what we are seeing today. So our ancestors practiced fasting as a normal part of life. But in addition, our ancestors also did not have electricity. They did not have lighting. Uh, so what do people used to do? They eat when they wake up because they, now they got to go out and you know hunt and gather and take care of the family. But when the sun goes down, everything is dark. They they sleep, they rest, they don't eat until they go to bed, right? So, so if, if you take a look at that kind of uh, eating pattern, then it's very telling for us. Our body was designed through all these experiences to do prolonged fasting periodically. That was just part of nature. In addition, the body also uh, only ate when the sun rises and stopped eating when the sun goes down. So that's actually... That's another type of fasting called circadian fasting. And now science has begun to unravel uh, how on the cellular levels, these type of fasting are truly critical to a, a long and healthy lifestyle.
I cannot uh, agree more with everything that you said, Dr. Xu, because when I started to, you know, actively or consciously really do my fasting is when I already started as as a teenager in the Philippines and then realizing that first is that I realized that my body is a gift from you know from the source and in it's that I am a guardian of my body so for me it was a more on the motivation for spirituality but the wonderful thing is that with that motivation and spirituality comes also the benefits physically because then you know you have that mental clarity you your skin is clearer you're more energetic so it's very interesting that anyone who can start fasting from wherever motivation or angle they come from if they just start it something good will come up and it will lead to more benefits so maybe for those who have never done although i know most people the word fasting now is like a buzzword more than ever than before right you know i i still remember that when on the 1980s when even the word juicing is not like a common word or even the simple drinking herbal tea is like very strange to people mm -hmm. so but now i would say that it's kind of easier i to to be healthy because there are so many access and i know you said you you know we live in a different time but we can't go back exactly to that time but we have the ability to keep adjusting our schedule so for those who have never done any kind of fasting and would like to start something and they're 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 busy or they're working moms or they're they're just busy lifestyle you know it's not even just the american lifestyle the entire world is busy yeah. <laughs> so what would you suggest to be, for them to begin yeah i think first is really to understand what fasting uh, what benefits it does to your body and then we, maybe we can go into then the practical aspect of how to do that I think a lot of people realize that you know fasting is not a, a fad is not a new thing in fact is one of the oldest practices the dietary practices that that not only humans do them but throughout the animal kingdoms they do it you think about you know all the big cats the large cats that you know the mountain lions and the, i mean the tiger every species they hunt right and then they they fast in between hunts so that pathway of supporting life when the body sees nutrition when the bodies don't see nutrition right so it, it's in fact the fast day and the feet and the and the and the fasting state right so the 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 times when there is nutrition and then when times there is no nutrition always alternates in the cycles of life and and our body has adapted to that and um and the results really are uh, what i call the miracles of life because without those mechanisms our species would have died off a long time ago 
But instead, what happened is during fasting, uh, the body says, hey, there's no food coming from outside. I need energy. So where does the body go and get energy? Well, it goes to the fats. And, and we as Americans, we have excess fats, right? So that's actually a perfect timing for the body to say, okay, well, let me go find fats and find energy. So um, one of the first place the body goes to is belly fats. And that those are the stubborn belly fats where through fasting, the body is going to tap into it burn those fats as the sources of fuel. And, and that's wonderful because we, we, there's one thing we need less of is, is belly fat, right? So that's helpful. But the second thing the body also does is for the cells to say, hey, you know what? I don't see nutrients coming from the outside. I'm going to begin to look at inside, inside the cells. And it happens to every cell in the body. What can we do to use as a fuel? So it's going to look inside the cells and obviously, it's not going to take the most important uh, molecules or parts of the cell as, as energy, right? It's going to use the more worn out part. It's going to first uh, take the misfolded proteins. It's, it's going to first take out those that are less relevant immediately to the survival of the cells. It's going to bring it up as a source of fuel. It's, it's a smart system because that's how the body has adapted to However, millions of years we believe we, we've been on Earth, right? Those are the survival mechanism that would now burn off those older, more worn out parts of the cells. And guess what happens when the food becomes available again? Now we're going to regrow them. And so it's that repeated cycles of fasting, which takes uh, out a lot of the worn out parts, older parts of the cell, and then now when the food comes on, the feeding part, the nourishment uh, cycle, that's when now the cells replenishes what it needs. And, and that it's the repeated cycle of fasting and nourishment, fasting and nourishment that became the fundamental block of, of really a healthy cellular rejuvenation. So that's really the deepest part and, and the part that we don't see, but now science has told us about all these changes. And, and what I mean by science, I'm, I really mean Nobel Prize Science 2016. Professor Osumi in Japan actually won the Nobel Prize in, 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 uh, in medicine or physiology for discovering this process that I just described called cellular autophagy. And, and, and that's really, uh, we see that almost across every cells, every species, um, it, it's a power effect how fasting, uh, while it was a stress to the body, stress to the cell, but the body turns around and make good out of it. And that cellular rejuvenation is something we can tap into from time to time. Now, the second level of, of how people are, are going to experience the benefits of fasting is through, uh, through objective experience. When you fast for a prolonged period of time, and, and, and we can define that a little bit in the practical step there, but namely a couple of days, what, what's going to happen is you're going to feel that your obviously your weight is going to go down. Number two, you're going to feel uh, that, that your waist size is going to be trimmed, and that's very helpful, right, because the body burns the fat in the belly. Uh, and, and the beautiful thing is the weight loss that comes with this is not the same as a low-calorie diet. A low-calorie diet, you're going to lose fat and you're going to lose muscle. But through fasting, you're going to lose the fat, but you're going to keep the muscle. That's the contrast there. Okay? And number three, uh, uh, subjective part. 
a lot of people, as you mentioned earlier, are going to feel more energetic. They're going to feel this. Some people describe it as a fasting high. I'm not sure I like that word high, but this is where people have mental clarity. People feel more um, uh, energetic. And no wonder, right, through every culture, in fact, every religion of the world uh, have a have fasting as part of their discipline. And that's because people feel better. Um, and, and, you know, people might come and, and think about fasting for weight loss as the initial draw, but people keep going back to fasting because how good it makes them feel. And then the last level of change I see with a lot of people that go through fasting is the fact that because in a couple of days you see these benefits and in such a short time, you're motivated. So it actually changes your behavior. It changes the way um, how you deal with food. And we call that, it changes the relationship with have food. Because now after a couple of days of not eating your favorite, whatever uh, item is, food item is, now you feel like you're empowered to say no. Now you're motivated to change your behavior. And so these are really amazing different levels, right? You see the cellular change, you experience the weight change, you feel better mentally, and then it changes your behavior. So these are kind of the four levels I often talk about when people take on a, a fasting challenge, if you will. How about the effect on it, on our DNA? Yeah, so uh, it's very interesting. So uh, DNA itself don't change because we fast. Uh, otherwise, mm, you know, it'll be very dangerous. <laughs> but what happened is there are molecules, there are actually proteins and molecules that tell DNA which part, or tell our, our cells which part of the DNA to get translated. And, and we call that uh, uh, DNA methylation. We call that epigenetic phenomenon. So the, the DNA are, are given to us by our parents. Uh, we don't want mutations in, in those sequences. Uh, we, we, that would be tempering uh, a, a lot with, with what was given to us. But how fasting and nutrition and exercise and lifestyle may do is actually determine what parts of the DNA gets actually translated into real benefits to the body. And fasting certainly among, uh, along with many other nutrient interventions now have been shown to affect what segment the DNA gets translated. So that's really a great news for us. Even though we cannot change our parents, but we can actually, using our lifestyle interventions such as nutrition and fasting, help to determine what part of the DNA uh, gets translated into, uh, into uh, cellular effects. I hope that's clear. Yeah, um, I want to share you what I think in terms of uh, it's another perspective when it comes to the DNA, because I know some of the people who would be listening to this is doing really their different types of fasting and um, that's working for them. And it it's more because they're also active in DNA activations. So it is already in the assumption that in the theory that we have intron DNA and that we have those intron DNA as what science calls the junk DNA, but technically those intron DNA as would be the key to what will continue to keep us healthy. And that 
most of us, or maybe all of us, are already born with some mutations. That's why we attract all different diseases. So then, then, but in the fasting, we're allowing those distortions to kind of like, you know, it's just like um, you, 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 you compared in one of your of interviews, and most most of us will say that it's like your your if your dna has distortion you're so cluttered with junk and you start cleaning up and then it allows us and through our dna and cellular you know to really like as you said to restore and so that's how i imagine it like as you you i keep going down deeper deeper in the quantum level and that's like for me is my motivation plus thinking of ourselves as a multi-dimension because I think we weren't, or not I think that, as you said, our body wasn't designed to that we just keep eating and eating and eating. And even from before, right? And we just, we have to eat when it's time according to the harmony of nature. So I really like the prolon and I've tried other things and it's wonderful. So, you know, try then. But what I like most, and you can um, share your thoughts, is that it's so doable for people who just want to have a short period because it's that five day or the two day or the three day. But And then when I was watching someone do it, in and this person whom I know tend to go from one type of fasting to another, I saw that the effect best physically, mentally, energetically, and, and behavior-wise, everything that you mentioned, I saw it in this person yeah. and also in others. And so for me, it's like, it's important that people try other things, okay? Try other ways, because other than, and also I've seen Dr. Shu, as you mentioned, some people could be skinny, but they don't look healthy. And yeah. I, I don't want to be that, like that because I didn't fast because I was overweight, but I want to really still Im keep improving, not to, as you said, with all the stressors around us. So, and that's the kind. So I, so in, is there any like um, uh, contraindications for people to do the prolon? Yeah. So let's get to the practical aspect about things. I think, you know, uh, if you're starting to think about uh, fasting, um, there's definitely the easiest way to start would be to follow the sun. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is um, you should eat breakfast, okay? And, um, and, but what you want to do is uh, don't go to bed with the full belly, right? So rises... Uh, start eating when the sun rises and try to give, have a couple of hours of no food before you go to bed. And then that's what people call time-restricted eating. You're really restricting the number of hours you're eating. The TRE or time-restricted eating is a very popular uh, way to do this. It's also the simplest way to do this, right? So you, you, you eat when the sun rises, you stop eating when the sun goes down. And I would say that's probably the right recipe for almost, I would say, probably 98% of all, all humanity. Just limiting to a 12-hour window of eating and then give yourself at least 12 hours of window where you don't eat. That's actually 
very doable. Now, for those of you who have metabolic goal, like you want to lose weight, you want to reduce your waist size, and, and some people would extend that fasting window for a little longer. For example, 14 hours of fasting and then and then limit the amount of, of eating to 10 hours. Some people do 16-8. Have you heard of that? Maybe some of your uh, audience have. That means uh, restricting the amount of eating to eight hours and then fasting for 16 hours. And, uh, you know, and I think um, it, it may sound very easy to do, but for people who have been eating around the clock because of our lifestyle, because of our availability, even 16A may be difficult. And this is the, the reasons why our company, Alnutra, has come up with a number of pragmatic solutions to help you to adhere to that kind of, of fasting uh, and a meal planning. And so, for example, if you have trouble with just limiting eight hours of eating in a day and you get hungry, what do you do? You can't go to sleep. You're too hungry. We have come up with something called the fasting bar, the intermittent fasting bar. And, and that bar was designed with the fasting mimicking technology. So when you eat that bar, it can help to extend your fasting period without breaking your fasting. So how do you use it? For example, in the morning when you wake up, you want to break your fast, but you want to extend your overnight fast. You eat a bar. Uh, and that intermittent fasting, uh, fasting bar could be very helpful. But if you are able to do it on your own, you can certainly uh, try to do it on your own. I think we're, we're, we're coming up with solutions that can help you. Let's take it to the next level. The, the longer fasts traditionally have been the ones done across the cultures, right? If you talk to the monks in Asia, if you talk to the, the Christians uh, in Europe, and if you talk, talk to the Muslim practitioners in other parts of the country, oftentimes they fast for a long, prolonged period of time. Why? Because it has a different impact than the time restricted eating that I just mentioned earlier. With TRE, it's shorter, it's great for weight loss, it's great for metabolic support, but with more days of fasting, greater, generally greater than two days, what happens is it begins to trigger the cellular autophagy that I spoke earlier about, right? That was the, so important that, that got awarded the Nobel Prize. Those kind of cellular rejuvenation that turns into supporting healthy aging can only come about when you stress the cells enough, okay? And generally, the body is not going to go search of, uh, inside the cells for source of fuel when it's only a couple of hours of fasting. It's just never going to happen. And that's why there is a benefit to doing more days. But now with more days, even though it has more potential benefits, on the other hand, it also is more challenging. And also may not be uh, safe for many of our listeners who may have other uh, uh, health considerations. And that's why Alnutra, our company, has come up with something called the Fasting Mimicking Diet by the name of Prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N. It's a five-day meal kit. It's developed uh, at the University of Southern California, funded by the National Institutes of Health. And where we have done the, the hard work of, of figuring out how much nutrient can we give without disturbing the cell's sensing system, nutrient sensing system? Let me explain a little bit. Every cell, there is these new sensor that senses, is there sugar? Is there proteins? Is there amino acids, right? And, and so, but, so 
when they get a lot of signals, when they uh, see a lot of nutrients floating around, they're going to tell the cells, hey, it's not time to fast, it's time to grow. But when they, when you fast, what happens is that these nutrient sensors are turned off because they don't see any nutrients floating around. They're going to tell the cells, hey, it's not time to grow. It's time to rejuvenate. It's time to rest. It's time for the cells to go through the autophagy cycle. And now in a culture, in an environment where we constantly eat, we constantly get the signal for growth. We're always growing sideways. It's important to have that break. It's almost like in a, in a racetrack, right? You got a race car going so fast, just like our lives. We need that pit stop to change the wheel, to cool down the engine, right? To do what, whatever the mechanics needed to do so that the car can go faster and further down the road. That's what fasting does. That's what a couple of days of fasting does. Now, the pragmatic part here is, well, if you're too hungry to do or, or you don't have the willpower to do a couple of days or it's not suitable for you, this is where Prolong comes in. Everything you consume is in a day box. You, don't, you just add water. There's got bars in there. It's got soups in there. It's got vitamins in there. So everything you need to sustain your body for the, for, for the five days, it's in that Prolong kit. And so you will consume one box at a day for five days. By the way, you will save your grocery shopping costs by just sticking to the five-day meal plan. And then many people, when they're done, they will experience benefits of fasting without, the, without many of the burdens associated with a five-day fast. And that's really the solution here to, to help people to adopt a healthier, healthy aging lifestyle. Just to add to what Dr. Shu said, so the PROLON really stands for Promotion for Health and Longevity. So that in itself, you know, their power in words, right? So that in itself should help us really get ourselves together if we want to have a healthy longevity. And I will show you, so this is what he's talking about. So it comes in different boxes and this is day one. So it's that's why I'm very impressed because it's easy for people. It comes like in a hole. I open this box and like that. All right. So it's like one, two, three, four, five. So day one, two, three, four, five. And it's practical. And other than it tastes good, I know it tastes good because I, you know, I've, I've tasted other things. So because people will say, okay, what does that mean? Do you, what do you eat? So yeah, as he mentioned it. And then can you talk about Dr. Hugh about this water? So when you add a water and then in, in the second day and then third, fourth, you have this, please explain to them why this is important. Yeah. So while fasting, we never invented fasting. Nature invented fasting. In fact, nat nature forces fasting on us. Um, and, and uh, but we come up with ways to perfect the process so it becomes easier for us to reap the benefits of what nature dishes out to us. So part of that design is that drink uh, called the L drink in there is scientifically formulated so that when you're going through five days of fast, your body don't look to muscle as a source of fuel. And that's really important because during five days, you can imagine that you don't want to lose the fat and lose muscle at the same time. And so l has formulated this L-drink in there 
that it's going to be used as a metabolite, a, a source as a fuel during fasting period. So your body won't tap into uh, muscle and break it down as a fuel. And, and so the result will be that you'll end up leaner from, from having less fat, but you're going to preserve your muscle function and your muscle mass. So that's truly great news. And you'll truly have a lot of time to enjoy a lot of different tea bags. So like I know someone again who she, he wasn't really fond of uh, drinking tea, but because he keeps drinking and he keeps just following, see, it comes like this. So how, you know, we, we make all excuses to do stuff or to, to be busy, but it's truly there. And, and, uh, and there's also these olives, you know, and please, Dr. Shu, why is it important to have a healthy fat source? Yeah, you know, fat, um, in contrary to popular belief, actually does not, is not a nutrient where the cells sense. So what that means is, you could give energy in the form of plant-based good fats, and the cells won't won't tell the, uh, you know, the nutrient sensors will not be activated. So that means the cells won't go into the pro-aging uh, growth pathways. Instead, it's going to receive the energy it needs and still uh, reap many of the benefits of fasting. So it's actually really important to have good fats uh, from plant-based fats. That doesn't isn't going to clog up your your arteries and at the same time allow the cells to go into that fasting state that is so important for health and for longevity and and, and for cellular rejuvenation. And you do eat real food, you know, in in inside our like soup mix. So for me, when I was really learning how to take care of myself in the 1980s when I came to United States, just when I go to health food stores or when I buy stuff, I try to look at the packages and read because even through reading these things, you learn because the most important after you follow all the one to five, and I will ask Dr. Shu to guide us, is when you break your fast. Yeah. So even by just reading these things, you learn stuff, okay? So what is the best way when you have to break your fast? Yeah, because after five days, or you're eating very clean food. You're uh, eating plant-based food. On day six, that's actually, you know, you can imagine the, the body is like a sponge right now. It's, it's wrung out, you know, you know, there's no more water in the sponge. And all of a sudden now you're feeding on the sixth day, right? So after you finish the prolong, that sponge is going to absorb anything you put in the body. So on the sixth day, make sure that you um, go easy on the food. You don't, that's not time to put in a lot of uh, uh, polluted food in there. That's a time where you could pick some, uh, some fish, but you want some good protein source there now. Uh, uh, I think a good light plant-based meal could be very helpful too, but it, it's not the day where you want to put in a lot of saturated fat. That's not the day when you wanted to give it a lot of uh, animal source proteins in there. Uh, just for one day when the body is so hungry for nutrients, you give it the best, the cleanest uh, food, um, preferably plant-based or fish-based, 
meal would be a great transitional day. And truly, don't hurt yourself after the five days, okay? And oh, one of the best things also that I experienced, Dr. Xu, and for the view, viewers is, because um, sometimes some of the fast may not make you sleep well, but this, the prolon made me sleep really good. So that means, you know, it just everything is working out well for me and, so, and I for others. Now, so the best thing also is that it may work for me and for most of the people I know, but always take notice of how it is for you. And if it's necessary, you always consult with your primary physician or whoever you're working with. And of course, it's always good to have that connection with another human being and be around the people who have been doing this. And you see this little card also is easy. There's always that guide. So you see, there's always good tips around and you could always make life easier for all types of um, work. And so um, that's that's the most important thing I believe that I wanted to have this conversation with Dr. Shu so you could all not be fearful if another pandemic happens or something is brewing again or just your day-to-day -day thing, just always equip yourself. Is there anything more that you want to share, Dr. Shu? Well, I just want to say thank you for giving me this time to share with your audience. I think the step, the key step is got to be, you got to do it. You know, like start, start incorporating the concept of a, of a meal pattern. You know, I mentioned about the 12-12, right? Eat when the sun rises, don't eat when the sun goes. I'm very simple to do. Uh, and that should be implemented right away. If you're having trouble, there's always solutions to help you. FastBar could help you during that time. But from time to time, and studies have shown just by fasting three times a year with a prolonged fast, it could really help you to support your longevity lifestyle and longevity uh, lifestyle goal. So, yep, uh, there are tools to help you. There's no excuses not to try. A quick question here, but I believe you have answered it. Is how, how often do you recommend to use the ProLone program? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we have uh, published studies that show three times a year, as little as three times a year. We're talking about five days per cycle, right? Five days per kid. Just do it three times a year. Could give you, uh, it's, a, it's amazing what you can do for your health, for your, um, uh, for your spirituality, for your mental uh, perception uh, and your uh, mental fortitude, and not to mention the obvious results of weight loss and and trimming of the waistline. So, and and obviously the deep impact of cellular rejuvenation that we talked about earlier. This is what the nature uh, designed and what nature intends for us to do. We're just making it a little easier with Prolon. Perfect. So I'm, I have that website that I did, and it's really the prolonfmd.com. That's the main website. But I, that my, the whole thing there is affiliated to me so that, you know, if you have further question, feel free to email me or connect with me because it's, 
sometimes I notice that one flaw or one failure that people will say, oh, it didn't work or anything didn't work is because you're kind of just doing it on your own without having a good conversation with a professional or who's done it. You know, it doesn't have to be a doctor, but at least a, a person who has directly experienced it with, it's always good. Trust me. I've been around and you know, I'm, I'm, I feel good and healthy. Okay. And thank you. And please share it, like it, subscribe. I'm build, I'm rebuilding my webs, my, you, my new YouTube. And so I'm happy to have Dr. Shu. So in co-creative eternal embrace again with absolute humility, absolute love and absolute forgiving to absolute service to the eternal source. We ask you and to be to always stay, keep joyful and always have the reverence for all life everywhere. And we're grateful. Thank you, Dr. Shu. Thank you.